In a land of lost agency and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons and a Funeral. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 12 of Merlin, The Fires of Idrisholus. My name is Charlie, and joining me today are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. Hello, I'm Nick. Low energy podcast, low energy podcast. We are coming at you guys with the most energy ever. We definitely did not have a very tiring weekend (laughs) where we definitely did not hang out for the entire weekend. We said we weren't going to stay up till three on Sunday. (laughs) And stay up super late both nights. I had an asthma attack both nights and didn't sleep till five. Jesus, Charlie. Charlie, you need to go book that appointment. I know. Like, it's been. I had like one every like seven months and then two back to back in the same weekend. Like, I haven't had them that frequently in years. It sounds like it's the drinking, probably. I honestly think it was as the night went on, just the ambient temperature in the house goes up and then it gets humid yep because everyone is like shouting and and drinking and they get warm and then the house gets warmer and that just triggers it so my cough did get worse as well as the night went on so that makes sense um i just i just felt like shit because doggo yep i love the (laughs) doggo no one no one was healthy in that house and we'll do it again (laughs) audience what we're talking is about is that we went to go visit a friend in the states and so we drove down and stayed at their place for a couple days for the weekend and we drank a lot and stayed up very late and it was fun it was a good time yeah i didn't do the drinking part but i did the rest of it um nick, my body still hated me though nick only did allergies. crystal meth this entire weekend <laughs> yes i did as much crystal meth as i did alcohol this week no you do as much crystal meth as you always do uh, of course. <laughs> um, Both of those statements are accurate. Both, both of those statements are correct. So That's kind of correct. You're going to get to also hear a series of episodes, audience, where we get progressively more tired <laughs> as well, <laughs> because we will be recording quite a few episodes. And then going a- on a two-week hiatus. Woo! Well, Dude, episodes, vacation, will hopefully, episodes will hopefully yeah. still be coming out if we record enough. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, there will it, be... I believe. Otherwise, it's looking like Charlie and I will get to record a bonus episode while Nick is gone. <laughs> or, <laughs> the current schedule. or David and I might get to do a bonus episode. Nope, just with as current a, like, scheduling, oh, it's definitely going to be right. Charlie and I. <laughs> All right. I was, well, we'll see. But sounds good. I, I, I planned it out. What do you mean? <laughs> How many? Ep- I'm just, with this episode uh, being recorded, we, we will be missing an episode if we don't record any more when you're gone. And Charlie oh no, will be I'm, back. I'm just saying that if we have this realization and Charlie is gone, David and I, you, we can just record an episode next. No, they have to be recorded in order. All right. That makes no sense. Fine. Um, but yes. So, um, what has everyone been up to <laughs> recently? Uh, I drove back from the States. <laughs> that, that's what I've done. I was in a uh, car while it was driven back from the States. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and nothing too, of, of too much uh, consequence happened on the drive, I don't think. I got to meet, oh, I got to meet Charlie's, uh, Charlie's, I got to meet Charlie's dog, Oda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we Nick finally got to meet my new dog, and he barked at him the whole time because Nick did the worst thing in the world you could do to a dog: stand um, up. Eat all. Oh, I thought it was Squish Face. <laughs> no, no, he loves Squish Face. Yeah, but you know who didn't like Squish Face? Our friend's dog. <laughs> it is fine. He is fine. He loves me. He will love me. Everything is okay. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, just so no, tired. Got to meet Daga. Doggo, doggo good. Um, and only made me allergic for a little while. But hey, uh, my allergies are over now. Uh, like, I'm back to normal, which means that, yes, uh, in case we didn't know, I am allergic to dogs. I, I definitely <laughs> am. 
guaranteed allergic to dogs now? Like, there's there's no way I'm not. There's there's no way that it's it's not the factor. I mean, with how obviously weren't it is we the already pretty sure about that? <laughs> oh, I was already like a hundred percent about that because when my old dog would uh, uh would come up to me and uh, like I'd be giving her pets and she'd like lick my arm. Uh, I'd start to see like small raised bumps on my arm. Um, Those are called hives, Nick. Yes. Not small raised bumps. Those are called hives. (laughs) Listen, if you don't want to use the technical term, small raised bumps is the symptom. (laughs) That's called breaking out in hives. It is. (laughs) A very simple scientific explanation. And then my skin gets all itchy in that area. It's great. So weird. (laughs) It's fucking crazy, dude. I wonder what that could possibly coming. be. No idea. Absolutely none. Um, but yeah, I should go get tested. Like, whatever sort of treatment. Right? I'll figure <laughs> out if I'm allergic to anything else, like strawberries, which I'm also definitely allergic to. <laughs> why? Why are you so unsure about these things that you're definitely allergic to? I don't know, man. <laughs> but yes, I, I should. We. Oui. All right. Yeah. I guess we can go into this episode. Um, Charlie, Charlie. Ta- please tear your eyes away from Rimworld for a second to read some TV guide. You don't know that I'm still playing Rimworld. Of course you are. <laughs> That's why you're so quiet. You don't know that. <laughs> uh, in an effort to end Uther's reign, the sorcerer Morgaus revives the formidable Knights of Medhir and convinces her half-sister Morgana to cast a sleeping spell on the people of Camelot. Did we know Morgaus was Morgana's half-sister? Yes. yes. That yes. was the big plot point of her original episode. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was relayed to us clearly or if it's just like, oh, hey, by the way. No, no, no it, it is, was relayed it to us. It was relayed to us specifically. Okay. I think Gaius and um, Uther had a conversation about it specifically because it was like, oh, are you sure? Didn't we give her up to the witches or something? Just like, oh, yes, we did, and now she's back. Oh, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. That bullshit. Yep, yep. Kat, can you not, please? Um, Anyways, Charlie, thank you for doing the intro. You can go back to RimWorld. No, don't don't go back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, admin. Um, Nick, can you add to the top line of that editing request 137 so I know which episode that's for? Yes, most Cause, definitely. Because I'm going to be editing these in a batch. Yep, I will do that now. But hey, if, um, if I let's went get back into to this episode world, here. How, how would I miss this totally cool ritual Morgaus is performing? <laughs> Where there, there is a fire, presumably of Intersholus. Ooh. Interesting for this chanting. to be like what the episode is named after and for it not to get like immediately like... I feel like it's not pointed out enough. <laughs> I feel like it should um, be called the Knights of Medhir. I feel like it should be called like the sleeping disease or something. <laughs> like, well, they had they already had a sleep themed episode title. It was like Sweet Dreams. Yeah, it? and there should be another one. There should yeah. be like another French one or something like Le Slumber de Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Le Snore de Merlin. <laughs> no, uh, it should be like. But... Uh, the the slumber of Mor- Morgaze or Morgana, whatever her name is. The fucking um, wheel hey, of time just... is fucking with me. <laughs> um, but hey, yeah. Anyways, uh, we have Morgaze. She starts a ritual, gets uh, a fire burning around a couple knights uh, who wake up from their slumber. I guess. Uh, are they alive or are these like living statues? These, or these feel like living statues. That? Are we doing a uh, a ring race kind of thing? I here? mean, she already did the zombie soldier thing last time, right? And she's doing it again here. Yeah. So maybe this is the only thing she can do. Like, she's an incredibly just specialized <laughs> magic caster. Necromancer? Yeah. She's just a necromancer? <laughs> well, like, not even a necromancer. She can only bring back knights, it appears like. <laughs> even better. Like, maybe that's a secret. Maybe it's some, like, White Lantern or Black Lantern shit where, like, it's royalty allows you to be brought back from the dead as a zombie or something. (laughs) The more noble the blood, the stronger the zombie, which is why that one zombie she originally summoned is really strong and why these kind of go down like a bitch. Are we talking about the one that Nimue? Are we talking about the one that Nimue? Is that um, Nimue that did that one? Yes. Yeah, that was Nimue. That was Nimue. 
I don't All blame right. you for getting them confused. Listen, that still tracks. There's just that still tracks for my theory that nobility is the Black Lantern insidiousness that lets you be brought back <laughs> as a zombie. Yes. Yeah, I, I was just confused. I was trying to figure out which night it was, and I was like, there's only the Nimway one that I can think of. There was yes. also, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't that Uther's brother-in-law? No. Uh, no, it was someone his brother-in-law yeah. killed? No, 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 it was it was it was, it was it was Uther's brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Um, but was yeah definitely Nimue that did it. Okay. Because um, that was can when you, we had Excalibur. You can understand what? Oh yes, that was Excalibur episode before it got thrown in the lake. <laughs> right, because the sword got thrown in the lake before the lady. <laughs> yes, throw that shit in the lake, then have someone go diving for it. I can't wait for next episode where they throw more ghosts into the lake. So it's also ambiguous which lady of the is of the lake. That would be awesome. I would enjoy that. <laughs> if if they pulled like a Gotham and it's like, oh man, who's really the lady of the lake? She'll be in every episode. If by the end of this, Merlin has thrown like seven women in the lake, we start wondering if this is not an unreliable narrator and if this isn't some <laughs> Dexter shit that's going on. <laughs> With Merlin and killing women and throwing them in lakes. <laughs> Merlin's just Merlin's Merlin's found his dumping grounds. Um, <laughs> he knows he knows where to dump his bodies now. It would be a lot more entertaining. But anyways, but hey, ooh, scary, spooky nights. Spooky nights. So spooky, um, the peasantry has come to the king to tell yes, him how spooky it is. So they didn't see the knights per se, but they did see fires burning within um, the castle of Idrisholus, which there's a tale speaking of if the fires burn then the night and i said uh, it rhymes do you think uh, like old lore and stuff like that rhymes as like a mnemonic device to make sure everyone would remember like fires burn nights return fires burn nights return got it well to be fair they actually say the knights will ride again which is not as good as the knights return but no. hey that's fine um and i'd hope i'd expect so because it's definitely easy to remember rhyming things See, I just make a mental picture. That seems difficult. You should go see someone about that. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just drink some water and you'll be okay, right? Also, is this the first time someone tells Uther, like, hey, there's an old legend or there's a a curse of the old religion, and Uther takes them seriously? Uh, Previously, like... Again, Uther doesn't make any sense because he hates magic and he like constantly is super paranoid about magic users. But when people straight up tell him about ancient magic, he's like, <laughs> magic isn't real. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> I, just, I dominated the old religion. Therefore, it has no power. So, yeah, I think this is the first time he's just immediately been like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> Which is Because even, even Arthur so is weird. like, even Arthur is like, why the fuck are we taking this seriously? This is not something we should be taking seriously, right? Well, to be fair, Uther's like, well, shit. This this one, if it's true, we're fucked. Like, these these were unstoppable knights of Camelot. Like, they're they're gonna come back to Camelot. So, I guess is, I guess there's that I, again, side. Again, how just being like, I guess old it's time to be is cautious. how old is Camelot? <laughs> like, because um, the than age of Camelot is also very weird. Because didn't they imply that Uther founded Camelot? See, I, I, we brought this up before, and I don't know if it's he founded it or he inherited it and changed. Like, I swear to God, there is like he conquered something. Because I think there's a line where they mention like, oh yes, Uther created Camelot. But then there's like that episode where they're digging under Camelot and he's like, oh, who of my ancestors do I have to thank for this? I think they're making it up as they go along. I'll be honest. Well, obviously, yes. That's, 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 we don't have to guess that. We know that. (laughs) Despite having literal decades of um, source material, or sorry, centuries of source material to use. They're still making it up as they go along. Fucking YOLO. Like real writers. YOLO swag. (laughs) They heard about Lost and was like, let's do that. (laughs) J.J. Abrams is a genius. Oh, God. How did we get back to J.J.? (laughs) It always comes back to J.J. J.J. never left. J.J. Abrams. 
<laughs> and J.J. Abrams, he's been here the whole time. <laughs> when, is, when, when is J.J. going to direct something from Marvel? Uh, when are they going to tap J.J. to direct, like... Uh, Avengers 8, when they need a soft reboot. You think he'll direct Avengers? I think they'll give him his own thing. I think he'll get, like, Booster Gold or some shit. Now, Booster Gold's DC. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they'll give him Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sink all this money and be like, "Ah, oh, sorry, JJ, couldn't get you the rights. Got to cancel it." What what Marvel property do you think JJ would work well with? Um, uh, what what have they got that's sci-fi themed? Like that's sci-fi? Quite that a bit hasn't of the really been touched yet. That hasn't been touched because, like, they went with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is not normally the entry to the cosmic verse. Normally, no. Fantastic Four is what gets starts with the cosmic and the Silver Surfer. Right, you do not let JJ touch the, the Fantastic Four. That is not going to go over well. You could give him Novacore if you want to like bring that back into the MCU. Yeah, that could be good. Right, because Novacore is basically a space opera, except for the main dude who is like a weird superpowered kind of like Captain Marvel, except he gets it because Nova Core makes a giant singularity AI. Interesting. If it ever sounds like nonsense, audience, it's comics. It's comics. Comics could be worse as well. Um, could they? Yes. My God, some of the comics have been horrendous <laughs> horrendous on both edges ends of the political spectrum <laughs> like <laughs> captain america screaming while he beats up a soldier saying do you think the letter on my helmet stands for fr- uh, french <laughs> like oh, yeah. it stands for france is like okay <laughs> nick that was during uh the iraq war because france decided not to go mm. in with britain and the u.s yep. <laughs> yep. I forgot about that and how fucking stupid Classic. it was. Literally Captain America beating someone up screaming that his helmet doesn't stand for France. It's like, uh, okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I prefer yeah. the end of the Ultimates universe where suddenly Scarlet Witch and um her brother are now in an incestuous relationship. And Captain America is the bigot for not accepting it. Yep. That's so, a real that's a real plot line. Yep. Again. Sorry. Terrible on both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> but back Anyways, to a good Merlin? thing, maybe, Marp. Mewin? Mewin. Ooh, Mewin? Mewin. Uh but yeah. Uther's <laughs> right. like, go take the guards, do what I say, don't fucking back talk to me. Investigate this shit. Uh, and yep. when he says take the guards, he of course means take the guards and Merlin. Yes. So they pack up. Um, we have uh, Gaius giving Merlin some warnings. We get a little bit of further uh, explanation tonight's and how formidable. Um, but they then all pack up and make their way out. Uh, meantime, we have the start of a Morgana plotline in this nope. episode. Nope. No plotline here. Plot happens to her. She has no choice. Plot. What does happen to her here? I honestly thought um, this entire thing was going to be like a, whoa, it's a dream. But then it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this episode. Whole, but we can get to that. The whole her, get, the whole her getting a note. Uh, I yeah. Just, I don't, like, they, this is one of the few episodes of Merlin where they carry over the continuity. And it's like, of all the episodes you've chosen... It's really Morgana's hatred of Uther, which makes zero sense to suddenly <laughs> have been a big plot point. Because really, in the previous episode, he's not done anything worse than he's done before. <laughs> like, it's it's literally more ghosts showing up and being like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" And she's like, "I don't know, pretty shit." Because I have to pretend I like Uther, even though I haven't pretended that I've liked Uther for a very long time. I've been very vocal. About how much I hate Uther. Down with the king. Including last episode. When I tried to kill him. Or that other time where I tried to have him killed. And they literally him... bring up the episode where she tries to have him killed. And I'm like... <laughs> yes. They, they talk about that with, for some reason, no insanity. She's just like, I don't know why I chose not to kill him. And he's like, because he showed that he did love and care for you? What do you mean? 
Listen, Morgana's just going through the edgy teenager stage right now. She's supposed to be like 25. <laughs> it kicked in a bit late. God. I just, I have no sympathy for Morgana. Like, if Uther had honestly done something beyond the pale and she was reacting to that, I would understand more. But especially last episode, where the druids showed up, killed a bunch of people, and did steal from them. Like, this, this is the case you're getting righteous about? Not Uther killed Gwen's dad? Like, <laughs> this is Sir. the one where you're angry and up in arms? Like, I mean, fuck Gwen, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I just, just a servant. Fuck it's her. <laughs> incredibly selfish, and it's also horrendous because she's shown like romantic interest in that Alvar guy now too. And it's like, all right, so that's what it's about. That's what the writers think every single woman needs is a man that she's interested in. And when she can't get that man, oh, she's gonna go crazy. She's going off the deep end now. Women don't have motivations until a man gives them motivations. Have you never watched television before? That's what this reads. I'm just like, this is so tone deaf for a character who is like, uh, I just, it's again, also the problem of sure. If this was, if she was a completely original character, I would at least forgive it a little, but she's not. You're basing it off of one of like literature's, great female characters yep a very strong and like i understand that this is the like you know backstory of her getting to you know where you sort of like here in the literature but man you are not giving a good backstory yeah so what does it boil down to that it, it all boils down to morgana needing a man right that's what this boils down to is that what you're telling us merlin merlin writers like yeah pretty pretty much uh it just, but, it yep, fills me with happens. no confidence for how they're going to handle the more sensitive storylines that are going to come up because they have to come up because that's what the Arthurian myth has. <sighs> Anyways, <Yeah>. my angry <laughs> rant aside, some shit happens. Um, what happens in this episode? Uh, her, she has the conversation with Morgos, um, says that, you know, she's against Uther and Morgos is like, sweet, and just knocks her out and then starts chanting around. Um, and Morgana just wakes up in her bed, like normal. Um, don't ask any questions about how she got there. Everything. Gwen comes to make sure that she's all good. Um, Morgana's a little bit confused. Uh, Gwen's starting to show a couple signs of being a little bit sleepy. Um, but, eh, that's that's fine. She's just, you know, had an off night last. Um, we then move over to Gaius, who's been called to take a look at Uther, because Uther is not looking well. He's got, like, which back then yikes uh yeah he should just be dead yeah guys is like don't worry he'll be fine he'll pass soon just needs a little bit of sleep well that's what he tells the guard and then very much is kind of had the look on his face is like that fucker gone time to go get out the snake head again (laughs) (laughs) the rotted snake skeleton that he pets lovingly and goes another one gets your lovely kiss no why so wait okay i guess it serial killing runs in merlin's family that just makes sense yeah his it, dad it is, is a dragon a after all yes his dad is a dragon god gaius's merlin gaius is <laughs> um merlin's maternal uncle right like yeah i think so is what is related so yeah no his dad could still be the dragon oh no I am concerned. No, okay, new lore, new, especially because how this episode ends, I, I, the, the idea that it's his dad is getting foggier. Uh, new <laughs> lore, uh, Merlin and John Hurt are brothers, and they have the same dragon father. <laughs> I mean, doesn't the dragon mention, like, their spiritual soulmates or something like that? Maybe. Like, they're spiritually we'll bonded. I don't know. I swear that that's a line of dialogue in season one. I expect we're going to find out soon. (laughs) I expect so, too. Nick, you've seen the show before. (laughs) I do do know. I do know what's coming. (laughs) Why are you Uh, pretending to be coy about this? I I do know what's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Coming. 
Uh, what happens? Um, yeah, everyone's just kind of dozy and or sick, uh, except for Morgana. But I think at that point we cut over to the knights, Arthur and Merlin, as they walk in. And Arthur's kind of giving Merlin shit for belie- believing the knights are a real thing and not just a fairy tale. And then Merlin's like, well, I guess maybe it was nothing once we're inside this, like, this watchtower. And then again, maybe there is something here. And you turn around and there's the, the seven or eight knights just watching them like, you're going to die now. And then they all die. The end. Um... Except for Arthur, who barely gets out alive, mainly because Merlin does magic directly behind him. Yeah, out loud over his shoulder, says a magic spell. It's fine. I just Everything he's gotten so laissez-faire he's, with the magic. He's gotten he's gotten very ballsy about just pull, pulling the magic out when needed. He was like, I managed to steal his half of his dinner using magic. I can use magic. (laughs) He's not going to notice. He's a daft idiot. I can use magic. I would love a scene with guys just being like, wow, you're really casual about that. And he's like, you know, Arthur's an idiot, right? I can I can get away with this. (laughs) He's an idiot and he thinks I'm an idiot. So who's the real idiot, Gaius? (laughs) Gaius just cries into his soup. And then what? Um, but yeah, they make their way back, uh, being like, oh shit, the, the, the knights are active, they exist, uh, time to tell the rest of Camelot, we're fucked, we gotta figure out what's happening, uh, make it back to Camelot, and everyone's asleep. Yeah, we hit, um, we hit the tone shift of the episode. Yup, this episode is, gets real weird all of a sudden. This is, this is now a, like, dream-ish episode, I don't even know what to title this genre of episode. I'm sure there's a trope for it, but like, it's the episode where the, the main characters come back and for some reason, their main setting is abandoned and they are the only ones there or everyone has fallen sick and they're the only ones who need to act this episode. It's, it's a really weird tone shift. I don't mind it though. Like it's, it's fun. No, it's weird. Cause these are normally like, I have fond memories of these episodes mainly because, uh, Stargate does them very well. Uh, and I think it's uh, I think the best part of or a good way to set them up is you have to make your environments feel very lively so that when everyone's asleep or gone for whatever reason it feels empty and I think Merlin kind of hits that mark but also very much so misses it because the castle never feels like hustle and bustle busy it's always like yeah there's maybe five people walking down the hallways so yeah, it, they at least do a decent job at like covering that up by showing all the like slumped over like guards. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're just running Camelot. into the problem of this being a BBC show and not like a big American network show. Yeah. Which just comes to budget reasons. Yeah, like I'm looking in the square and I think they had budget for like 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It's really Five of is those guards were played by the same guy. <laughs> Just was watching something from the BBC. It's like they always have such intricate and great costuming, but then like their That's cameras <laughs> are so cheap, <laughs> like compared to like the Reds that just like a regular TV show in America gets. It's honestly so annoying. Um, the amount of times, just out of nowhere, a BBC show will go. You know what this action scene needs? A GoPro at 720p. It's because it's exciting and it's cheap. Like, that is, like, <laughs> they just don't have as many, like, uh, cam- has much camera equipment in the UK. So it's not easy for just <laughs> lower budget shows to get them. I suppose. It's just you very can rent, distracting. Like, like uh, Reds and, like, movie quality cameras for not, like, ridiculous prices. Yeah. So even, like, low budget sh- movies can get their hands on those things. Anyways, anyways, people were sleeping. Merlin. Gasp! Sleepy. Everyone's everyone's asleep. It's all throughout the castle. Uh, Merlin and Arthur appear to be as they make their way over to Gaius, who's um, and then make their way up to Uther to make sure you know the king isn't just. Uh, but also, by God, are they looking sweaty? They are. They are the sweaty boys. This episode. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, on their this is way going straight into find... the fanfiction Charlie was writing. <laughs> oh, David, yep. there's nothing straight about it. 
There's a mystical spell, <laughs> but it makes Arthur and Merlin all sweaty. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, they prevent them from putting a shirt on. Good thing they found this magic hot spring. <laughs> but oh no, they have to use it at the same time. <laughs> what will they do? Oh no. Audience reminder, send me your fan fiction. I'll record an episode of me reading it. <laughs> Nick oh, does not no. approve of this idea. Oh, no. I approve of this idea. If you send us the fanfiction, the first fanfiction that gets sent to us, Charlie will read out loud, and I will full-on radio play, <laughs> tune it, <laughs> and edit it with sound effects and with uh, oh, wow. like, actual Even... <laughs> tuning. Full-on I... radio play. Also, you can have me replace a character in the fanfiction any name you want and i will read it as that <laughs> as added incentive you want merlin to suddenly be nick done nope <laughs> remember Sorry, this offer you want merlin's name to suddenly be something that sounds like nick done <laughs> remember the offer is not open to friends and family <laughs> <laughs> if i know you in real life not happening this offer is not open to you <laughs> i already oh, have your no. attention i don't need it anymore I'm looking for strangers' approvals, not yours. Concerning? Getting more concerning. It's just what drives me and keeps me awake at night. Uh, Anyways, uh, while they're uh, searching the castle, uh, they uh, come across Morgana, uh, who is hiding behind a curtain, and who Arthur almost kills, but doesn't. Uh, Man, that would have been a funny way for this episode to end. Just... (laughs) Arthur's like, hmm, there's something behind this curtain. Better stab first, ask questions later. Oh my god, this Spell was insane. Breaks. I was so angry about this scene. Spell breaks, everyone wakes up as Morgana's like choking and dying on the ground. It's like, huh, that was weird. <laughs> More ghost runs in and goes, what did you poison her with? And Arthur goes, a sword. Haha, <laughs> you can't cure that, can you? I guess technically heavy metal poisoning. Ha ha! And him and Merlin high five at the quality <laughs> joke. But no, Morgana immediately tries to stab the person that opens up the curtains as well and just screams the entire time. And is, I'm like, why are you so surprised, Morgana? Like, <laughs> why are you freaking the fuck out? You couldn't have heard them approaching and talking to each other and been like, oh, that's Merlin and Arthur. I guess I won't try to murder them. Nope. Murder anyone. Everyone's asleep. I just, Uh, please, author or writers, give Morgana a brain, please. No. Please. Never gonna happen. Please. Maybe later. Maybe later, but for now, let's have our first foreboding scene of the knights riding from the castle of uh, uh, Edrisolus to towards um, as we start to have Merlin, Morgana, and Arthur figure out what's going on. With Merlin assuring Morgana, like, "Hey, I know it's probably due to your magic. It's that that's probably what's keeping you safe. Don't worry. I'm not going to tell Arthur. We'll figure something out if he asks a question." Um, I would really love it more if Merlin, with Arthur in earshot, just went. Hey, Morgana, do you think this is because of your magic? (laughs) Again, Arthur is an idiot, and Merlin doesn't respect him anymore. It does seem to be the case here. But yeah, they make their way up to Uther. Uther is sleeping, just hanging out in his bed. Um, Arthur's like, all right, we're going to have to go and figure out uh, whatever the fuck this pose that Gaius gave you, the bullshit lie that Merlin has made up. Uh, in the meantime, here, hands Morgana his sword and is like, all right, keep an eye out on my dad. Uh, <laughs> Don't kill him in his sleep. Please. Uh, the knights uh, meet up with Morgos, um, who we've now found out, I guess, who the powerful sorcerer is keeping, uh, who's, you know, keeping the knights uh, at bay right now. Or is, uh, um, and we get our funny Merlin magic scene, which is nice at least, as Merlin tries to wake up Gaius. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just opens his eyelids and then breaks his chair. Opens his eyelids and brings him into a smile. Guy's still not awake. Breaks his chair and then dumps water on him. Uh, I really want to know what, these things work. what the book said 
that magic spell was for him to go, ah, this will work, chair breaks? Um, Or do you think the spell was designed to whatever they're sitting or lying on, it'll create a uh, like a, a falling sensation and the spell just went, well, he's already sitting, so I could just do that. <laughs> I like to believe I like to believe that the way that the spell read was breaks whatever is holding them. And Merle went, Oh, sleep. He's being held by sleep. Break. And the spell went and the spell and the spell went, ah, chair. He's being held up by a chair. I, I Surely, like that. Whoever's, I like whoever. that interpretation because that makes so much sense. Because Merlin is also a dumbass. <laughs> I also like the like, idea that like two pages later there's a spell that's awake. <laughs> the target. <laughs> Well, I guess but the first one then like... would be opens the person's eyes and puts a smile on their face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, opens their eyes. That must mean wake them up. Puts a smile on their face. That must mean help them in whatever way they need. <laughs> it's like, oh, nope, this is really creepy. And I'm really glad I've never tried this on a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like he's resting so peacefully, but he could be resting more peacefully. Wouldn't you rather have a smile on his face right now? <laughs> That's how Merlin became the Joker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, none of those spells work. Um, and Merlin can't find anything to help him uh, in trying to uh, trying to get uh, trying to like wake Gaius up. Uh, so he rushes back over to Arthur, who is standing at the castle walls, and uh, summon just as the knights are within view and see exactly. Uh, what they're going to have to face, which is three people versus seven knights and a and an additional person. Um, but yeah, the entire kingdom being asleep kind of means that these knights can just come in, murder whoever they want, and then leave. I'm uh, surprised they didn't murder resistance. more people. Like they're all I asleep. Really thought that I it's... thought they were, we were just gonna get a. a it, I think it's too dark for Merlin, but that we're just gonna get a scene of them walking down a street, <laughs> stabbing everyone in the road. That's what they should have done. <laughs> like that would have been uh, awesome. No, so that's that's that would be awesome, and that is the gritty scene that you would get if this was, um, like, if this was like a show basically written nowadays, like not in two thousand eight. Uh, it would also lend really well into the next episode. Uh, for, for if either of you guys have seen what the, the next time on Merlin is uh, but lean really well into that <laughs> uh, but anyways uh, knights make it into Camelot and um, Arthur's like well they probably come to kill the king it kind of seems like what they do uh, let's go protect him uh, let's go move him from where he is because that's the first place they'll uh, and we'll try and figure out something else uh, they get him into, I guess, his, like, I'm assuming Arthur's room. I'm assuming they weren't stupid enough to take him to Uther's room. Uh, that feels like an, an insane move to, like, bring him into Uther. Uh, but they get uh, Uther into, I'm going to call it Arthur's room, uh, and try and figure out what their next steps are, as they notice that uh, both, uh, as both Arthur and Merlin start to notice that they're also feeling kind of sleepy. They're not feeling quite right right now, and whatever is affecting uh, the rest of Camelot also seems to be... Gasp! No. What are they going to do? And then, well, the implication is, well, Morgana is not immune because of the magic. Because Merlin's magic. Exactly. And it's not the bracelet that Morgos pointed out earlier in the episode. That Despite that also making to. so much fucking sense. <laughs> no, it's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, oh my god. So many, so many possibilities just ignored. Fine, though. They decide that they're going to continue to go and try and find, like, whatever it was that kept uh, Morgana, like, awake. Go and try and find this potion. And uh, also, they're going to go and find uh find a disguise for Uther. um i guess we're starting to lead in the into the whole like huh merlin seems to be in cross-dressing when like we should dress <laughs> we should dress uther uther is a woman and <laughs> arthur immediately i'm assuming thinks back to merlin walking away with the dress <laughs> incredibly weird line unless it comes back a lot in season three which i could see them doing that for weird shipping just i if i uh, 
I would be more into it if I could believe that they would actually ship Merlin and Arthur together, and it's not just gay baiting. <laughs> like, but it, I would, but it is more. just gay baiting. Yeah. Sigh, but here it is. Um, we get the first interactions within Camelot of Merlin and Arthur uh, interacting. Uh, Merlin hides from a knight, uh, but then. After being able to successfully dodge this this knight who really doesn't care about him, he's just looking, um, goes to ask the dragon for for tips, uh, and the dragon's just sleeping. And I really thought they're gonna be like, uh, for a second, I thought, oh, haha, the dragon is actually going to be asleep. Merlin actually has to think on his own. Nope, dragon's just taking an actual nap, which also doesn't make sense. He should be affected by this magic. <laughs> no, the dragon's super magic. Dragon, dragon, extra magic. The only thing that can tame the dragon, Uther's rage. Yeah, except for the chains. magic f- suppressing fucking chain on him. Like, come on. Yes, also that one. It is a very inconsistent episode. It's an inconsistent show. <laughs> like, yes, this was a bad show to go in after Fringe, where continuity <laughs> mattered yeah. so much, and they actually gave a shit. Yeah. They stopped giving a shit, but for a while they gave a shit, and now they just don't give a shit at all in this show. Yeah. Uh, do we see uh, Merlin and Morgana running away from the one night yet? Um. Oh right, because he goes talks it. to the dragon. The dragon's like, "Hey, Merlin, get fucked." You're supposed to have freed me by now. I'm not going to help you. Ha 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 ha. Merlin's like, but what if you did? And he's like, okay, fine. Kill Morgana. Jesus. <laughs> it's simple. Just kill the woman. I told you she was going to be a problem. Like all women. Just... <laughs> oh, no. And you're like, oh, no. The dregs of misogynist. Oh, ah, no. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. We never could have seen this coming. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! He's a sexist. <laughs> now you can't free him, Merlin. <laughs> oh no! Just every at the end of every episode, when he's whispering to Merlin, it's just Merlin, help the patriarchy. Oh no! Everything got worse after women got the right to vote. Oh no. And Merlin's like, what's voting? Oh no. Dragon's like, this message isn't for you. He looks straight to camera. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> These are the opinions oh. of the BBC. <laughs> These are the opinion of me, John Hurt. <laughs> I speak for the BBC, right. and ironically, therefore, the Queen. I'm going to be the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right anyways merlin gets that information uh makes his way back up to uther and sees morgana um and uh after making a stop off and uh gaius's apothecary to, to pick up some poison picks up some hemlock um uh makes his way back we have uh Morgana and uh, Merlin started to talk. Merlin deciding if now is the time to try and poison Morgana. Uh, unfortunately, Uther or Arthur bursts in before like uh, and goes, "Hey, um, we gotta, we gotta move, we gotta move Uther again. They're they're gonna come over here. Also, Morgos is leading those knights. Uh, we we gotta like get the fuck out of Camelot. This is bad. Uh, they start to try, they start to try and like dress up Uther as a servant. Uh, Arthur's worried that that's not going to be enough. They're going to be able to still see that it's Uther because they are still going to be able to see that it's Uther. And uh, they start to formulate a plan about how they're going to get him out. Um, have start of some fight scene with the knights. Merlin fights a knight. Um, Arthur uh, Arthur lets them know like they have move, move Uther. Um, Knight comes into one of the rooms, uh, just does a quick look around, goes, eh, guess there's nothing in here. Um, and they formulate a plan to try and get Uther out of the castle by moving him uh, to just a random cart that's in the square. But he's too heavy, so they have to slide him. Yep. Slide him. Um, Morgana and Merlin start trying to get him to a spot where they can lower him down. Um, 
Arthur's going to make his way down to the cart to see if he can like get a horse and if they're good to go from that side. Uh, while they're doing that, um, they have a uh, knight uh, come up to them. Morgana, continuing to have plot happen to her, um, trips. And Merlin, instead of helping her up, is like, nope, got to protect the king. Leaves her. Well, not even that. I think that was a purposeful, I'm going to let her die. Yes. Like, let's, yeah. Less protect the king. Hopefully she dies. More like, if she dies, maybe the spell will disappear. And I don't have to be (laughs) the pro to actually kill her. (laughs) Yep. Seemed to be more the vibe Um, of what just happened. (laughs) uh, At which point, Knight raises the sword, starts to swing it at Morgana, stops like tilts his head looks at Morgana, is like all right nope can't kill you continues after uh continues after merlin if i save your life will you get drinks with me later (laughs) no you fucking whore oh no are the knights incels (laughs) (laughs) yeah they devoted themselves to one woman and then died when she did they're ultimate simps oh no (laughs) is the magic spell that summons them just perler You hear Kanye's gonna buy it? Yeah, that tracks for where Kanye is gone. My God, has that man like you? You want to know something fun though, David? What? You know how Kanye's been hanging out with Candace Owens recently? Yeah. Guess who owns Parlor? Candace Can- Owens's dad. Her husband. Oh my God. So it's a bad investment, and I think they're trying to offload it onto Kanye. Huh. Kanye needs serious help, and I don't think yes. he is going to get it or deserves it at this point as well. <laughs> like, No, because he's also, uh, by all accounts, turned away serious help every single time. Well, that, and he's also decided to use his platform to spew hatred. So, like, yes. yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just a shame, because he's obviously not mentally good. Much like the writers of this episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, um hey, they they get Uther into the Great Hall. Um Morgana makes her way in as well. And uh the effects of the sleep like the sleeping uh sickness is starting to take over. Um they have no idea how they're gonna be able to do this. Merlin says, like, hey, we gotta destroy the source of this magic, and Arthur's like, Alright, cool, what's the source of the magic? Merlin's like, I don't know. I have and- a suspicion. <laughs> I can't say. Also, because if I do say it, you're going to be pissed. It's probably the one person who's awake. And not trying to fall asleep. we made up an excuse for them. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Arthur goes to make his way down towards the cart. uh, Tells Merlin to stay with Morgana, protect protect Uther. um, And um, dips out from the Great Hall. Good luck. Well, he's he's like... I'm going to go try to hold them off, I guess. <laughs> he's like, yep. you're like about to go unconscious. And he's like, I still got to try. Yawn. <laughs> um, yep. Falls asleep for a little bit until Merlin slaps him. Um, wakes up, goes out there, starts fighting some knights. I love how he's like, if you ever fucking hit me again. Merlin's like, really, what are you going to do about it? Oh, we almost forgot. Merlin barters with the dragon on with his mother's life. And the dragon is, dragon's actually like, don't tempt me, bro. (laughs) He's like, oh, that's, I will accept that. She can make more Merlins. I mean, wait, what? (laughs) I love your mom. I mean, what? (laughs) The dragon, the dragon does straight up bring the whole, like, once again, David, David jumping on it with an NPC whenever we make a, whenever we make a bargain. That's just a little too good for the one side and we don't realize it at the time. I'm sure it's fine, as long as you don't then break that bargain, right? Who would do that? Why would you ever break a bargain? That would be crazy, David. Uh. Oh, no. Everything's fine. I'm sure. Maybe one day we'll get to play d If we again. ever get to play d this- again, we can resolve some of that stuff. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. How's it gonna feel when we're one session away for three more years? I, I'm like, it's we're so close. <laughs> we're, so, we're so close. We're so, we're so close. close. And also, man, was our friend confused? <laughs> um, our I guess we can call them. Uh, no, because you have a friend actually named that. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah when our friend was like hey so are we playing this weekend and i'm like you mean the next weekend and she was like no this weekend i'm like it's sunday at four o'clock why are you asking this now absolutely insane it's fine though we're here now yes we might be playing D this week it might happen maybe if not Uh, in the meantime though (laughs) yes more more listen we right now have another one scheduled for tomorrow and then maybe on thursday (laughs) because we're not doing podcasts then You mean we're not uh, doing D&D then? We're not doing D&D then. Podcast. And if we don't D- do D&D on Wednesday, it's podcast. Everything podcast, 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 podcast. It's just going to be real unfortunate because next episode is the end of the season. So we've got to do special <laughs> oh, features. Oh, we're just jumping right into season we three, We might just jump straight into season three and do special features. Uh, like audi- Season two audience, and three we'll combined. Special feature- yeah. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do a big break probably if that's what happens. Yeah. Um. But hey, anyways, uh, Merlin poisons his water um, and then tries to get Morgana to drink it. Uh, and Morgana does take a, does do a perception check and does realize Merlin definitely did something to that water. It's kind of weird. Um, and it doesn't start to drink from it. So Merlin goes, all right, I guess I'll have to see if I can pass this deception check. Uh, picks up the water, pretends to drink from it, doesn't drink from it. Acts and then real goes, suspicious the whole time. Yep. And just goes, here, you have some before I finish this. Who knows the next time we're going to be able to drink water. And she's like, ah, no, it's fine. He's like, no, drink the fucking water. And she goes, okay. <laughs> drink some of the water. And immediately starts choking. I mean, I, I think Hemlock does work that quickly, so this tracks. But yeah, then more ghosts um, bursts in the room. Like, we get a weird camera cut to her being like, my spider sense is tingling. And then she bursts into the room and is like, what did you do, servant? You're just a servant. You're nobody. And I completely forgot that she didn't know Merlin was magic. Which was an insane plot point at this point. Like, I really thought she knew Merlin. So what I thought was going to happen at this point was, I completely thought she knew Merlin was a powerful sorcerer and devised this entire thing as like a dream test to be like, oh, interesting. So you would kill her to save the kingdom. I now know your weakness, Merlin. Haha, <laughs> you could be corrupted. But no, she just really cares for Morgana, I guess. Listen, Morgana's her half-sister. Yeah. So she calls off the knights. She calls off the knights. Merlin tells her, hey, look, it's Hemlock. Morghost takes the Hemlock uh, and then teleports out of there with Morgana. What a baller move it would be if Merlin lied and she died anyway. <laughs> or if he handed her That'd the be... bottle and she was like, Oh no, I can't cure that. <laughs> hands hands are the hands are the bottle, it's like, ah, this is What do you what do you mean this is dragon semen? That's not okay. <laughs> I, I I need more of that to be able to cure her, and I'm not gonna go do that. He's like, but you know there's a dragon. She's like, I know there's a dragon. <laughs> I know there's a dragon. I'm just not gonna go do that. <laughs> but yeah, she uh she teleports away. Uh Arthur sees her. Um Uther wakes up and sees her, and so there's no indication at all that Merlin did anything bad, because thankfully the poison is also in her hand. I just... Yes. And I really thought they were going to be like, oh my god, she poisoned Morgana! I just... I really thought this was going to be another episode where everything is swept under the rug, so I'm very thankful for the final bit of this episode. Oh yeah, because Morghost takes Morgana with her. And all the knights just kind of like slump over and they're like, our plot line is gone. Oh, no. (laughs) We did basically nothing. Mistress left and wouldn't say our name, even though we donated so much. (laughs) I bought her a Tesla. (laughs) Time to order a charge back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. And so Uther's uh, very broken up about this and he's like, no, it's. It's not your fault uh, Morgana got taken. It's mine. And I really thought he was going to be like, it's that stupid fucking servant Merlin. Why'd you leave him alone with her? But no, Uther is like, no, this is my burden to bear. But you will get her back. And Arthur's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Guess. And then... Uh, in the in the meantime, Merlin's like, all right, I, I made a bargain that I definitely can't uh, can't break. I guess I gotta go... Guess I gotta go free a dragon now. 
Oh yeah, and um, Merlin and Gaius are talking, and they seem to be under the impression that Morgana was doing the spell, like knowingly, like because Gaius is like, "Oh, well, she used her powers for evil. If you hadn't done what you did, we wouldn't be sitting here." Yeah, but also, did she use her powers, or was she used as like the I central? I think she was anchoring? just a, she was used as a pawn. Yeah, I don't think she casted the spell. She was no. just used as the anchoring mechanism. Yeah. And I don't know why they think in all of her panic and confusion, they're like, ah, she's this evil mastermind. Like, why would she be running from the evil knights then? <laughs> like, well, I she, think, this was her plan. I think Merlin saw like, oh, even if we got caught, they were never going to kill her. She's behind it. And I know she has magic, even though she has no idea how to use that magic. I guess. It just seems like a leap. Yep. But hey, um, Merlin collects one of the swords from the knight. Uh, from one of the knights, uh, and makes his way down to the chains binding the dragon, and uh, does some cool magic and hacks them off. Dragon free. <laughs> Merlin tries to tell the dragon, like, "Hey, if I do this, you're not gonna go and like fuck up Camelot, right?" And the dragon's like, "I think we've made enough bargains." Merlin's <laughs> like, "Uh oh, all right. Well, we'll we'll see how this goes." Dragon freed. <gasps> gasp and we already know this is not go well from the next time on merlin <laughs> i do love like as we do soon immediately as, know. as soon as merlin breaks that chain that dragon's like fucking yes <laughs> get me the fuck out of here they gave me new animation Woo! here's where the budget has been <laughs> <laughs> this season has been shit for this there's a reason oh. there was no actors in this episode it's to pay for me but hey that happens next time. We'll talk about that one tomorrow. Okay. What are uh, what are the odds that when I scroll down to this trivia section, one of the points of trivia is this is the first and only introduction of the Knights of Met here. <laughs> I a hundred percent guarantee we do not hear about them again. There's a zero percent chance we ever hear about these guys again. Yeah, they're, they're, it does not seem likely. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say it in trivia. It doesn't even talk about. Yeah, because they never appear again. <laughs> Yep. They do they do only appear in that one episode. <laughs> Interesting. We'll talk about that one tomorrow, Charlie? Yeah, we, we we could talk about this tomorrow. Sounds like spoilers. Yep. I haven't watched the episode yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Um anyways, uh ratings. Uh let's start off with Charlie cuz Charlie was had mixed feelings about this. I want to hear what his. Uh, so yeah, like I said, are. I enjoy the hey, the hustle and bustle is gone, and you're like all the resources you had before are are gone to you, and some character who hasn't really had a lot to do now has to step up and do something outside of their comfort zone, and we discover like they have more determination than we previously thought, where they're like a secret badass. That's normally how at least the Stargate versions of these episodes go. This is not what happened here. It was Merlin did some magic, Arthur did some fighting, Morgana sat in a corner and did nothing because the writers couldn't think of anything for her to do. Literally, I think her role in this episode encapsulates what we've been complaining about, is the characters in the show think she's doing something, but really something is just happening to her. And and she's just kind of like, what do I do? And they're like, you're a bad person. She's like, I guess? It's just... (sighs) All that to say, like... Two, I guess. Morgana deserves better than what she's what she's being written into. She was so good in early season one. She, she was, was so awesome. Good. She was. I thought she this was, was going to be so good. She's like, hmm. I have moral and ethical disagreements. Let me go manipulate people with my guile. Yeah, that and also she was good at sword fighting, and she was like. <sighs> But oh, no. we're being beset by bandits. Guinevere, had found me my sword. I want to kill someone today. <laughs> but now, now, now she's screaming and hiding in a curtain. Like, <laughs> sh- trying to shove a butter knife at someone. And she gets stopped by Merlin, of all people. <laughs> yeah, it's very unfortunate. All right, David, what's your number? Uh, what did... Do you have the ratings open, Charlie? I do. What did I give the episode before this? The other really bad one. A like, 1.5. Yeah, this is a 1.5 as well. This is just that as is, bad at that episode. That is three consecutive 1.5s from David. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. For David, oh, no. David, this show clearly peaked for you at episode five because it has been a steady downhill of ratings since. 
episode, episode five, episode four and a half. Oh man, Beauty and the Beast. That was such a good episode. <laughs> episode six, four. Oh, no. Beauty and the Beast part two. Still good. Episode seven, three point five. Episode eight, three, nine, two, <laughs> ten, eleven, and twelve, one point five. I uh, maybe maybe the finale will bring it back. <laughs> Nick, what's your number? Um, so I I just I, I like this like the, the like style of episode of like, you know, the, the hustle and bustle is gone just a little too much. Um so that like raises this probably more than it should. Um, yeah, they're treating Morgana poorly, just like how they've written her character, and that continues with this episode. But I still like genuinely just reasonably enjoyed this episode. I'm giving it a three. Um Okay. I, I can respect it. These yeah. episodes are like like I said, normally they're a lot of fun if you write them the way they're supposed to be written. <laughs> if they're well yes. written and oh, interesting. There are, there are certainly listen, there are certainly problems, and that's what holds this episode back from what would typically be like probably a four to like a four and a half for like this style of episode. Like they're the kind of things that I enjoy. But I still enjoy like it. just <laughs> just off the top of my head, everyone else is asleep except for Uther, and you can claim it's cause like Morghost wants him like defenseless and facing his doom like awake and conscious like some reason why Uther is still awake and so it's Uther Arthur Morgana and Merlin and they're all have suspicions that like someone it's either going to be like under suspicion Merlin or Morgana and so Merlin has to do the ethical thing of like do I protect Morgana do I protect myself and then like you get to see Uther be this commandeering king and you can actually have tension between him and Morgana which leads to her willingly leaving. Like, there's so many different ways to do this if you just give everyone a little bit more to do. Or just, like, have a solid plan. Like, that's also the worst thing. It seems like they didn't have an actual plotline written out. They just had plot points they wanted to hit. Or, like, goals. And it was just, like, in a panic. Oh, God, it's the end of season two. Morgana needs to defect already. What's the plot? Yeah. I uh, She gets whisked away by her half-sister, and then she's gonna... She's gonna go, oh, Uther did this to me, I guess. Uther killed all the druids, despite the fact the druids killed a lot of his men and stole something from him. He should have just let them leave, right? That's what he should have done, Morgana? Like, come on. At least previously, Uther was the person in the wrong. Like, this time he was just defending himself. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can you can bring up the point like, oh yes, they wouldn't have attacked him if he was at least kinder to them in the first place. I would buy that, but she doesn't even bring that up. It's just ugh. Uh, <sighs> in in true Forsa fashion, this episode got an eight point six on IMDb. Yep, <laughs> it's listen. I can understand why it did. Um, it's just being... there's so many problems with how the formula that they went for in this episode, how it was how it was done, and how they fucked over morgana as a kid wow someone in the comments uh, is actually arguing for we need to use critical reason critical analyzing in regards to stuff the dragon does and i'm like don't bring that into this no one does that also what's complicated about the shit the dragon does he's been a slave for like <laughs> 20 years he shows he gets afraid yeah he's gonna start killing people what do you mean <laughs> i i do love Right before Merlin's like, hey, swear to me you won't hurt Camelot. The dragon's basically like, no more bargains. And I'm just like, Merlin, that tells you everything you need to know about (laughs) what is about to happen. Merlin, that was a no. (laughs) He said no to your thing. Not only did he say no, he told you he's going to do exactly what what you asked him not to do. Uh, Anyhow, this had the exact same viewership as last week of 6.01 million viewers. Uh, and uh, we have no kill count for this episode. Well, David, where that observer be? Um, the observer has hung himself. <laughs> um, observer is gone. You sure the observer brave. isn't asleep in the background somewhere? Uh, no, he's hanging in the background somewhere. <laughs> Are you actually going to Photoshop him? We'll find out. <laughs> there any are there any <laughs> dead observers by hanging in fringe? I don't think by hanging. There are lots of dead observers <laughs> in season five. Oh no. Alright. Well, on that note, 
Thank you so much for. What a what a great note to end this episode on. I I do, David. I, I came into this episode with hopes and dreams, Why? and I'm leaving with most of them shattered. Why? Why would you come in with hopes and dreams? Because just like our listeners, I like to believe you shouldn't have the reason you're listening, right? Thank you, thank you to all of our listeners. All like just like you can make your you. ISP believe that you're in a country you're not with NordVPN. Don't give them free advertising. <laughs> no. We are not supported by NordVPN. Also, could you be, should be aware uh, that but, most VPNs are hey. a complete scam. You do not need a VPN service. No, they, they collect your data and sell it to someone else. Don't do it. But hey, private internet access, <laughs> internet access doesn't. And that's who we're really sponsored by, but we're not. This is a joke. <laughs> who needs Ford. net neutrality? <laughs> Vote against Bruce. Prop 9. <laughs> oh. Man, those fucking Anyways. political signs in the States were fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Those did you see? Hey, well, listen. You... We're gonna no, no, no. David, David, save it. We're talking about them tomorrow. We need something <laughs> hey, David, to talk about in our intro tomorrow. David, why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> is what Nick just said. <laughs> we're talking about it tomorrow. We need shit no, to talk about to this week. Is... <laughs> okay, homework. We all need to do something notable to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> no. Go out and do something or get something done. No, I don't wanna. Uh, Can't make anyways, me. audience. Dad. <laughs> audience, that's your homework too. But unlike unlike us, you've got a full week to do it. You can sit around and be fucking lazy as fuck for the next six days and listen to the rest of Forsaf. Go listen to Fringe. That show better? Yes. Um, even though also terrible and the ending awful. But hey, go listen to us just like break ourselves uh, over Fringe for over a hundred episodes. Um, and give all of them likes on all of the podcatching services that you listen to or can use. Um, we learned that we can use that we're on iHeartRadio, but we forgot to check Pandora. So hey, if you're a US listener, go find us on Pandora and tell us that we're on Pandora. Where can you tell us about this? Well, we're on Twitter at Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Uh, you can tweet at us there and let us know we're on Pandora. Uh, or if for some reason you've decided that you need to have a much longer discussion with us about the merits of us being on pandora and how we're actually there uh you can send us an email forsaf f-o-u-r-s-a-f at gmail.com find us there as well see y'all next week outro our intro and outro music is the butterfly kid on the mountain by slunch i uh, i really tried on that pronunciation i don't think it's correct but that's what youtube tells me